The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. We hit the midpoint of July. Jeff Jordan with me as he normally would be on a Monday looking at the Braves schedule. Which is wrong. Oh, no. This printed schedule is wrong. Well, I'm just telling you. Tell us about it. it well, it, it says very clearly that the Braves did not play yesterday, and they did play yesterday. Sunday. You've got to play on a Sunday, Jim. Well, they didn't play according to the schedule. Now, I watched them play, so I know they played. <laughs> but they're also off um, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, and then they go to Cincinnati on the river. Great American Ballpark. Pete Rose Way. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan, as mentioned on Monday. Uh, Jeff, it is All-Star Week. It is. Major League Baseball. Tonight is the Home Run Derby. Uh, watch some guys cloud it. I, I, I will say this. I like the way they changed the, the rule of how you do that. What, two or three years ago where now you pitcher just throws as many as he can get in in a period of time as opposed to X number of swings. But anyway, uh, I'll, I'll probably give it a look. Dodger Stadium uh, – one of the older ballparks in the in the league now, right? Right. Fenway Park and Wrigley Field. Anything older than that in in play now? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Um, I think the the home home run. I don't know home run derby. It's it's okay. It's kind of entertaining. I, I wouldn't say you you hold my attention more than one evening, but I, you know, I'd watch it a Probably bit. more entertaining than anything you see on NFL All-Star Week. Oh, yeah. Or NHL, uh, since I'm not a real hockey fan anyway, but I know they have some skills things and so forth. The dunk contest in the NBA used to be a really big deal. I think it's lost some favor as well. It's, I, are both just overdone for, for those of us that have been around as long as we have? Is that why we're not thrilled about it anymore? Well, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think that the the, uh, the 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 baseball all-star game means something, doesn't it? Yes. If you win. Uh, well, I, I don't know, I, Jeff. I think they took that away. Did they you, take it away? Uh, it used to be, so if you ago. won, you got to host the you, World Series. Certainly, that's the case. And here we are on Sports Talk. You, you and I, talking heads. We're supposed to know this. I know we are. I think they did. I think they did drop that idea. Um, however, I think there's I think it's there's a lot more to the baseball All Star game, the skills, what they do, the game itself is what I'm talking about here. I think it means a lot more to the players, um, and and they play hard, they really do. Um, I'm, I'm 
Now the the NFL, they all the Pro Bowl and everything. Is well, just they, a they, joke. they they have now conceded that it's a joke. They, for a long time, they yeah. tried to make us believe it. Now they they just decided, okay, it is what it is. Let's just call it what it is, and not even attempt to, to play a football game. No, they they really don't. I mean, I was I watched ten minutes of it last year, and the guy went. Well, I'll use the word crashing through the line on his way to the goal line, and he did knock over one guy. There were two or three other people standing there, and they just let him go. <laughs> kind of remind you that commercial that's on television where the guy's with the baby carriage and sneaks down the field. Have you seen that commercial? Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, NHL and NBA All-Star Games, Jeff, are score fest. They are. Can we score 200 points in an NBA game? In an all-star game, they surely can't because nobody's going to play any defense. It's frequently 140, 150. Oh, at least. You yeah. know, yeah. And, and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, you take, 150 won't win it. I always was, was, <laughs> enjoy, and I can't stop myself from watching part of Hoosiers when it comes on. I watch all of Hoosiers and, when it comes on. I don't know how many times I've seen part or all of it. But at the end, when when, when – Jimmy makes the shot, you know, and everybody in the gym knows <laughs> that he's going to take the shot. Oh, right? sure, sure. Right? Oh, and, they were going to use him as a decoy, you know. Right, right. And then they talk him out of it. They don't do it. It never occurs to the opposing coach to send two or three people out there on him. He sends one guy who raises his hand, you know, and, and while well, in the NBA that guy would be fouled, he'd be, he'd be knocked over the center but line. But you do know that <clears> – <throat> That whole movie is based on a semi, not a semi, a real thing, but it's, right. it's, it's loosely around that. But that last play by Jimmy Chitwood actually did happen uh, in the that championship game. Uh, I can't recall the player's name, but uh, you can see the old film of what he did, and they used that very same deal. And, and yes, the coach from uh, South Bend or – I think he was whatever. Cincinnati, wasn't he? He was from Cincinnati. No, I'm ta- well, no. I'm talking about the team. Yeah. The high school team. The high school team, the Indiana State Championship, was not from Cincinnati. Okay. Right? It was played at Butler Fieldhouse. Oh, sure. But I'm just saying that the, the, the Huskers did not play no. the Cincinnati ball club. No. Okay. I was – if you had been the opposing coach, at some point, would you not have sent another guy out there to help with him? I would think so. I would think so. You would, too. Yes. I, sir, I certainly would have. I said, we're going to take care of him now. If somebody else beats us, okay, but he's not going to beat us. And, of course, he did. But that Husker coach knew what he was doing. Oh, okay. Run the picket fence. <laughs> I don't think that was the picket fence. No, Although, that, that was not the picket fence in that game, no. No, that was, that was the old uh, uh, Murfreesboro Junior Pro clear-out play. <laughs> but I, I agree. I, I understand. You're right. There was a picket fence offense. Yes, there was a play. The picket fence. That's correct. And while we're on the movie, I, I, I'm always amazed how many times a coach can actually get out on the floor and, and scream and holler before he finally gets tossed out of the game. Uh, <laughs> it's movies. It's probably loosely, loosely done, but it's entertaining for sure. Well, I like Gene Hackman too. I, I think he's he's pretty good actor. I enjoy him. And, and and the movie's very entertaining. It, it really it really. You is. remember his name, coach? The coach's name? No, there? I don't. Norman Dale. No, oh, okay. Is that right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Barbara Hershey had her <laughs> role taking care of Jimmy. 
Well, we were talking about all-star baseball game. You yeah, we were. You want to add to that uh, before we uh, depart from that deal? And I guess while we're at it, your Braves are are going to be in the thick of this thing all the way through, right? Look, they, they, it's they, looking they, like it. Last what six weeks in particular, they've been really good. I'm I'm interested in the in the trade deadline, which is coming up here pretty quick. Um, and who we're going to pick up, who we're going to give up, if anybody. I, I think we probably are um, going to trade somebody. We could, we could, everybody could use something. And uh, I guess probably what we need is a pitcher, but everybody needs a pitcher. So you're going to have to give up somebody to do that. Um, but uh, just as they are right now, without changing a soul, uh, if they continue to play at this level, They'll be champions are within two or three games for first place. They need to stay away from that uh, best player injury that they had last year, yeah. even though they overcame it for sure. Yes, that's true. And uh, I, I know, I don't know if Acuna is, uh, I don't know. He got hit yesterday with a pitch, uh, and it, it hit him in, the, in a good area, <laughs> his rear end. Uh, but he, he seems to be. I don't know, injury prone, it's too early to say, I guess. But it looks like he just has maybe some problems there. We sure would hate to lose him uh, for any length of time. But um, he's not carrying the ball club. Uh, uh, Olsen and Riley and Swanson are carrying the ball Olsen's club. Olsen's really good, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He is. And I love the way he bats. I really, really do. He His bat is quiet. He's not swinging it all around. He doesn't leave the batter's box and go over and mope for 15 seconds after something goes wrong um, or he misses a pitch or whatever. He, he stands in there and takes his cuts and does a good job. I, that's my opinion. He did get mad yesterday, though. He did. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you saw it no, or not. No, but, I didn't. Oh, the pitch was all six, eight inches outside. I mean, it was obvious. It's all over the Internet today, but it was strike three. Called by the umpire with the bases loaded Ooh. and two outs Ooh. and a three and two count. And he knew he walked. I mean, he knew it. And he threw his bat down and started to first base, and he didn't get far. <laughs> did, he, did he get to go out to the field? Yeah. And so he didn't. He didn't get so mad. He got ejected. No, he didn't. Did not get ejected. Although he did say something. He he said, "I don't know what." He never says anything. Obviously, so. didn't say the magic word. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that one is too. <laughs> the one All with right. the hyphens. Six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty is our number. I'm about to give my cell phone number, Jeff. I do that so often. <laughs> so eight nine three fourteen fifty. If you'd like to give us a call, text. If you, we'll get you on the show. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Hey fellas, still need your annual health exam? I personally recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment, where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and an office visit with their medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Taste of Rutherford this week, July 23rd from 7 to 9 p.m. at Oakland's Mansion Grounds. The summer party is hosted by Main Street Murfreesboro with over 20 local restaurants serving tastings of their best foods for you to experience. Live music with Second and Vine, a free photo booth, Julie's bartending, and a 
kid-friendly atmosphere for kids 12 and under to eat free. Tickets available on site and online at MainStreetMurfreesboro.org. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones in Murfreesboro. Jeff, we approach football season and it, it, it's daily now talking about conference expansions and, and where things are headed and what it's going to be. And, of course, NIL is there, been there, the transfer portal. But I, I think the biggest news in going into this season clearly is going to be what the conferences are all going to look like and, and how much ripple-down effect it will have toward Middle Tennessee. Uh, I don't know that. But at the top end, Jeff, it's it's pretty nuts. Yes, it it, it is. And a great deal of what we became used to as younger men and uh, is changed. It's it's gone. Um, it's evolved, if you want to use it. Do that, uh, and it's it's happened before. I mean, you know the the Ivy League, um, Princeton and Yale and Harvard. I mean, they used to be, you know, the teams. Sure, and then. Now they don't even offer scholarships, which is fine with me. I don't care, but I'm just – so that, I'm sure, was a major change over the years. And some schools have disappeared, no longer play football anymore or, or stopped playing decades ago, and others have risen to um, um, just, you know, superstar every year kind of situation. So it's changing. It's going to change some more. I don't think there's any question. And it looks like the SEC wants to wants to run the world, and um, okay, uh, you know, all right, that's okay with me too, I guess. Well, thus the Big Ten trying to make sure they don't run the world right. is, is taking a preemptive strike, which I think, on their part, was frankly the right move. It, it, it's as hard as it is for people to to, to accept, and and the, I guess the thing that really has to be frustrating to folks is your word is very not worth a lot anymore no uh, we're not going to expand we're not going to expand boom two days later we're, we expand uh, i'm going to play in this league i'm going to play in this league two days later i'm out of this league so uh it, it's very difficult now to, to know what that's going to be like and, and it's it, in my view it's clearly not over uh big 10 and sec both are going to be looking to capture as many big market or name teams that they can and, and try to try to make it 
well, a one-horse race, but I think it's going to be a two-horse race. Well, when you, when you when you look back, you don't have to go back very far to for, for what I'm about to say here. Um, well, we went through <clears throat> a, a decade, I guess, uh, where one of the number one teams always in the nation was Nebraska. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, they can't fall any further <laughs> than they've now fallen. I mean, they're in – well, they're average, and I'm trying to be nice. Uh, and they have a lot of trouble recruiting. Uh, just, I mean, you know. And an, another team that, that I think of a lot of times, uh, well, SMU has disappeared. I mean, just about. Sure. And, and they were a power for a long time. Arkansas was a power for a long time. Now they're another SEC school. They're just, they are a star. Um, and not much better than, than Kentucky or South Carolina, you know. So – it it has it's it's changing and it will and you what you said a minute ago is exactly right it's going to continue to change I don't think there's any question about it uh, I was talking last night at this uh, tremendous large birthday party that we had at my house yeah, yesterday I understand it. Uh, yeah we we saw the reverberation from the, our side of town it clearly was something special was going on my great grandson uh, Skylar Jeffries Valines turned five this week and is there a much better age than five or six years old i don't later? think so as far as far as presents are concerned nothing was better than yesterday let me assure you the toy stores were sold out but anyway we were talking <laughs> and he probably had very little before that did he <laughs> i think it was his third party i really i really serious I, I, but anyway we were i was talking with like people will do when they men particularly maybe we were talking um, uh, football and changes in, and you were talking about and 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 I was just telling them they we were just kind of going around you know and this that and the other and offering different opinions and I said look the, the, and I said this before the the team that I really feel sorry for and I really now really feel sorry for them is Vanderbilt there's no way they can win they cannot win in today's environment they might sneak out a win against maybe South Carolina or one win a year against or two against some you know, not a SEC school. And the team that, that holds all the power now, they've got a lot of power, is Notre Dame. Where oh, are they going to go? Sure. What are they going to do, if anything? I, don't, I have no idea. But everybody wants them. And they seem to be reluctant to go anywhere, don't they? Uh, they went to the ACC for one year. Uh, but right. uh, uh, th- that was a one-year deal. And, and they do have an agreement with the ACC that they they play five S- ACC schools per year. Right. Not they don't count league standings, I don't think, but uh, just so they have a schedule to play, I, I guess. And I don't know. I don't know either. I really don't. I, I don't know where these other schools are going to go. Are what they they're going to do? Do you think they're headed in the direction of, of of not playing anyone outside of the Power Fives or? The, the, the top leagues, in other words, uh, I, I know there's some conversation that once this, this all settles down, that the, the, the Alabama, well, I, they, I heard just out of uh, accident today, Ole Miss schedule they were talking about it. They start out with, I think, Tulsa and, and Prairie View and, and this and that and the other. Uh, are those days going to be over with that, that, that they play? Middle Tennessee will play a Miami, Florida, as they are this year, for example. Play in Alabama, as they've done many times before, Tennessee. Are those, those games going to be gone, do you think? I think there's a good chance that that's going to happen, yes. 
Uh, I, I don't know. Of course, money uh, is primary concern here. And if you've got, well, the SEC is now 16 schools. So if you keep, you probably would keep three rivalry games, and then uh, you rotate the, the the others on a rotating basis every year. And you got the East and West divisions. Got to play those people. So I think the days of Vanderbilt playing, you know, Connecticut and, and I don't know. I long maybe said, I long have said, but I'm beginning to think my mind will change that those schools need those schools to play because Vanderbilt does need to play somebody that they can beat. Mm -hmm. And Ole Miss needs somebody they can beat. They don't want to – nobody wants to beat their head up against 12 SEC or Big Ten or whatever teams, whatever, whatever. But television is running the show. Right. And TV doesn't want to put on Alabama versus Louisiana Monroe. Right? That's correct. And they they want games that will mean something at least. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking that there may be a change that we'll see coming along very soon. Don't know, but that's I'm beginning to think in those terms much more than I did before. Of course, uh, we tend to think in terms of the South and the yeah. Eastern part of the United States, and I kind of I don't really keep up all that much with west coast or you know nevada utah those people out there arizona state i you know i don't thus ucla and southern cal going to the big 10 right 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 because we don't think about them right. over here very much um there are some schools alabama being one of them notre dame being another and we could probably pick out two or three others where a lot of people will watch because they're fans of that school Yes. A lot of people will watch because they hate that school. And then other people <laughs> will watch because they just want to see a good football team or teams play. And uh, which is why Alabama and Louisiana Monroe or Southern Miss or somebody may not make the TV schedule. So, and teams love to be on TV, of course. It, there's money there and there's well, recruiting as, there. As I say, it, it's really, I think it's going to be more of a dictation from the, the, the networks to say, guys, we don't want any of those games at all. We right. want to see SEC 1 play Big Ten 2 and Big Ten 3 play Big Ten 11 or whatever it happens to be, but we don't want any of this up here and down here kind of games, even though they can be fun to watch, especially when the little guy wins. And that happens from time to time. And you would tune in, at least I probably would, and watch uh, uh, at least part of in Florida, Michigan. Sure. For instance, uh, the, uh, Georgia, Michigan State, um, Illinois, uh, um, Ohio State for sure. Um, uh, you know, just um, now, why would I watch Ohio State? Because I don't like them at all. I, I love it when they get beat. <laughs> but if they're playing the SEC school, I'd probably watch, yeah. All right, we need to take a break. Chip Walters is up next. Jeff, when we come back, I want to talk about what this means for NCAA basketball. I don't know if I know the answer to that either, but we're talking a lot of football. But basketball, are we going to lose March Madness? Don't know. We'll be right back with Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
folks. I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Afternoon, several minor accidents out here in the last 10, 15 minutes. Steady flow of traffic continues on 40 east out into Wilson County out through Mount Julian. It's pretty busy to the north, just now starting to get heavy northbound on 65, making its way up into Robertson County. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. They've got some new flavors. Check them out online at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled Workers Day. At this moment, I am a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk uh, name, image, and likeness. Well, FanJolt in Middle Tennessee have announced a new partnership providing a platform that student-athletes can use to monetize their NIL. The partnership provides a white-labeled version of FanJolt branded specifically with Middle Tennessee colors and logos, and it's available exclusively for Blue Raider athletes. This version will be available for back-to-school in August. FanJolt, a new experiential platform that launched in 2022, creates memories 
memorable interactions between fans and a curated list of premier talent to support their favorite causes. This new partnership will create opportunities on the platform and through the Fan Jolt app for MT athletes to connect directly with fans through live broadcasts, personalized messages, recorded videos, and more for a fee to earn revenue from their name, image, and likeness. The white-labeled version for colleges and universities will also have several new features that will be announced soon. The full story on this can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. Also uh, starting today, it is the week of reveal for the Blue Raider Hall of Fame and the first of six inductees into the class of 22 was announced earlier today and it's Blue Raider volleyball great Leslie Clark Vance. Leslie was, uh, she became eligible for the Hall of Fame this year and uh, her outstanding career with Lady Raider volleyball has her in the group of six that will be going in this fall. Speaking of volleyball, Middle Tennessee women's volleyball team is one of over 1,200 collegiate and high school teams nationally that have earned the United States Marine Corps and the American Volleyball Coaches Association Team Academic Award for 21-22. The award initiated in the 92-93 academic year honors volleyball teams that maintain a year-long grade point average of 3.3 or better on a 4.0 scale or a 4.1 on a 5.0 scale. Middle Tennessee Post at a 3.569 GPA across the board in in 21-22 to claim their fifth consecutive AVCA Team Academic Award. All right, congratulations again to Coach Jimmy Borendame. He's been appointed to the NCAA Division I Men's and Women's Tennis Committee. Joining the prestigious group, Borendame enters his 13th year at the helm of the Blue Raiders and uh, starts his term on the committee that runs through August of 2023. The NCAA Men's and Women's Tennis Committee strives to sustain and advance the mission, tradition, values, and reputation of NCAA Division I tennis so congratulations to jimmy b you'll be seeing a new hashtag around blue raider fans across the mid-state and across the country will be blue knighted that is hashtag blue knighted this fall as middle tennessee launches that marketing campaign ahead of games for the 2022-23 season And finally, this is Blue Raider Blitz Week. If you haven't made your reservations, you're not guaranteed a meal at any of the stops. It's all free, and it starts on Wednesday for lunch at Party Fowl in Franklin. Then Wednesday night will be the Blue Raider Town Hall meeting at the Listening Room in Nashville. And again, go to mtalumni.com slash blitz and register for free to get the free meal. On Thursday, we'll be in Manchester at Willowbrook Golf Course and Thursday night, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. at Lee Victory Park in Smyrna. That's it for this Monday. A whole lot of stuff going on, so we'll keep you up to date with it as we continue along this week here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. 
Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are back, and we're going to get a phone call before we get into the subject matter, which I had, or maybe the caller is going to speak to it as well. Welcome in. How you doing, Tim and Jeff? How y'all doing? Everything's good, yeah. Uh, well, I just, just want to mention a few things. I'm, I know it's getting close to football season. I should mention a few scrimmages. People want to go out and watch the 29th, the first outback they can scrimmage. So most of them are in the county. I got some of the times. Um, BGA is going to scrimmage at Blackton starting at 6 o'clock that day. Summit is going to be at Riverdale starting at 5.30. Kane Reeves is going to be at Oakland starting at 5.30. And as far as I know, that's the only scrimmage Oakland's going to have in, in the in the you know, preseason part of things. And then I know uh, Sheffield's going to be at Rockville. That starts at 6. And then Brentwood's at Siegel. And Coffee County's at Laverne. And then Community's going to be at Bill Tennessee Christian. Now, I don't know what time's on any of those. You have to call the school and find out what times those start. But the rest of them, most of them are in the county. First, first day they got, of course, a bunch of them. Then I know um, on August the 2nd, Blackman is doing like they did last year. They're having to like to meet the blaze, but they're doing all their fall sports. And then that night they're going to scrimmage Ledman at 6.30 at Blackman. That night they're going to, they can start at 4.30 and then they're going to have food trucks and all kinds of, like last year was the high day to be inside the gym. Yeah. So I, I think they're going to be inside the gym again this year. I believe that's right. I'm not 100% sure on that, but just, uh, you know, everybody's Getting ready to get ready to get in pads, and I know seven on seven's been going. I know Rockville went to went to Tullahoma, and I was at the Riverdale one like this last week. So, and you know, and everything. So everybody's getting ready for you know getting ready for football. Football season it won't be long. It'll be here. Hopefully, it'll cool off here, here in a few weeks. Uh, eventually, it will cool off. I promise. Yeah, no, well, well, I, I, I do know this weekend it's going to be the forecast is ninety nine. Oh day. sure, yeah, Friday, yeah, it's been it's been hot so for a while. Nines, for a while. Are, nines are wild this weekend, so. Y'all hang in there and have a good one. Enjoy your show. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, since he brought up high school football, which is, Jeff, just kind of around the corner if you get right down to it, I was up in uh, southern Indiana visiting my mother and brother uh, this weekend. And, and my brother, who keeps up with sports an awful lot, he said, news is around Louisville that a running back that plays at Louisville Male High School or played has transferred to Murfreesboro, Oakland. He said, do you know anything about it? I said, well, I hadn't heard that, but I wouldn't be at all surprised. But uh, apparently, according to him, the young man was transferring to Oakland, was, was being heavily recruited by both Louisville, Kentucky, and others. So, uh, Jeff, it, it's not unusual for Blackman or Riverdale or Oakland or a lot of schools in this area to, to have kids just kind of hop in on them. You're right. Good players. Uh, yeah, good players. Uh, and it, it does happen quite frequently. That, to, that we do that, and of course our schools are large. They offer everything. Um, that we've got a lot of housing. I mean, there are jobs here. This is a good good place to to live and and bring up your family and so forth. And and we do get to, uh, 
uh, players in here, yes. Good programs attract good players, don't they? They do. They and surely do. The, the idea that, again, going back <clears throat> to the fuddy-duddy olden days when you played for, for the alma mater, you played for your school, that, that, that's kind of changed a lot too. Uh, yeah. Where can I be seen? Yeah, that's, and, and that's right. And I'm, I can't say that I blame the kids or parents either one. I, I don't like it, frankly. I'd, I'd, I'd rather like to see you grow where you're planted, but I understand it. Yeah, I guess I do too. Um, and I don't know really how much. I, I guess it's just quite a bit of thought goes behind that. I, I do know I've had realtors tell me that people ask them all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and. I uh, I want to move to Murfreesboro. Where, where do I need to live? What a high school zone, um, that sort of thing. And sometimes zones change, and sometimes wrong information gets put sure, out. Sure, sure, it happens. Uh, but you're right. We do get transfers, and many of them can play, and not just football, but other sports as well. I had phone calls often as county AD from parents from other places. My kid plays volleyball. My kid plays what? My my. Daughter's a competitive cheerleader. Where, where's, she, where's the best place for them to go to school? And I had to plead the fifth for sure uh, and, and say with, with all honesty, uh, you know, there's good programs everywhere, but you'll, you'll need to do the research on your own. It's not too difficult to, to find out where some of the good is. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to move in from out of state, Jeff, and you're a good football player, would you not want to migrate to – one of the better football programs in the, in, in the city? Well, I would assume so, and I got those calls too. Now, you were athletic director, so you would have gotten undoubtedly more than I did. I got some because of radio, and I got some because uh, uh, I'd, I'd been here a long time and was on the, also on the school board or county commission. And But I, like you, I really did not give out any meaningful information. And if they asked me what the team's record was the year before or whatever, I might know that, might. And I might tell them, that, well, here's, they were such and such. But the truth is that <laughs> if, that decision, and one answer that I gave frequently was this one. Look, this is a very important decision. It's too important for me to be making about your kids. Sure. You make the decision where you want them to go. But I can assure you we've got a lot of good schools. Yeah, and, and it shouldn't be based – solely on the athletic part of it. I, I would hope that they would get into the school right. building and see if academics fit their style or the the, the principal of the school administration seems to be people that they, they work along with. But uh, uh, my guess is, Jeff, Jeff, they probably at least start at the what they think perceive as the best program to go to and, and if, if, get in there and see if that works out. And uh, coaches and all that supposed to stay – neutral uh if they're approached by by someone but uh well there's another way to look at it too and i i don't it would depend on on your son or daughter we'll say son we'll say football we'll just we'll keep it at that for now okay you want to go to oakland all right fine they've got <laughs> they're dominating right now everything but that's not what the question is the question is where can i play yeah now you better be careful going to Oakland. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you better be careful going a lot of places. Yeah, that's right. Because there's good people already there. On the other hand, if you're the best in the West, maybe you might want to go somewhere else. Well, I don't know. If you're all world at the city that you're moving from, from Louisville, let's say, uh, let's say I haven't researched to see if that in fact is true, but if you're 
an outstanding player in the in the Louisville prep circles, and you can play against Trinity and St. X and, and on and on and on and be successful, chances are pretty good you can go to an Oakland or Brentwood Academy or NBA or whatever and, and, and do fairly well. I would agree with you. That's or Riverdale or Blackman or yep. whatever. Yeah. Uh, he, he's talking about the, the, the scrimmages coming up. My understanding is that Blackman's going to throw the ball a lot. Okay. Uh, don't they have three wide receivers that are supposed to be awfully good? I think so. Yes, that, that's the that's the word. Uh, and maybe I, not enough footballs to go around. Well, <laughs> they won't let you play, but with one, as I understand. Uh, but I I really you know I guess we'll find out that quick enough. I know we're going to have a good we're going to have a good football year, and, and it's going to you and I are going to be able to say I would think. I'm sorry, everyone. Please don't get mad at me. We're probably going to say Oakland is favored. Riverdale and Blackman, whoever wins that game, will finish second. We're likely going to say that again. And then the people from from uh, uh, Rockvale, who have a really up-and-coming football team, and and uh, Siegel, or, they won't like that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure, and it's kind of hard to go against history. Yeah. Even though it, at some point in time it will break. The it pattern will. will break. Absolutely. You know, all, all, all things considered, it will break. But if you had to make a safe bet, that's where you have to go right now. And, and as I say, I, I'm, not, I'm not overly aware of who got transferred in from where and what players left here and what players have gained 14 pounds of pure muscle and, and now, you know, lightning quick when last year they were not too, too good. Uh, and those coaches changes to come in that can make all the difference in the world. I don't know, but uh, that's why you play the game. I did meet a future lineman for Rockville this past weekend. Uh, I did, I've, I'd already met him. Uh, his name is Matthew Dakota Valines. He's one year old, <laughs> and you, you ought to see his build. He he looks like well. An advanced linebacker. I think he maybe is a right tackle. Well, but but does he has the smarts to play linebacker. Well, I can't answer that one. Yeah, he does have some Jordan blood in him, though, right? He can only say a one word, and that's bye. That's it. But I expect him to advance. Well, we got down a rabbit hole that we are going to jump out of, and I promise we are going to talk about other things about NCAA, including March Madness and what we may perceive is going to happen with that, because... By golly, if all these have super conferences and not playing other people in football, will, will basketball be able to hold on to its dearest treasure, in my view? We'll take a break and come right back. Hey, folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Welcome to Country Living in Gladeville and staying close to everything. Located on Stewart's Ferry Pike, this custom-built home sits on nine-plus acres and features an open floor plan with two dining areas and a large kitchen. The master suite is spacious with room for a home office, large closets and a bathroom setup with his and her vanities and a shower that never runs out of hot water because of the whole house tankless water heater. All three bedrooms in this home are on the main floor. The bonus room has bonus space for a second home office. In addition to a two-car attached garage, there's a new two-car detached garage, and the home is serviced by high-speed internet and a whole house water softener. You need to see this home in person. 
set up a showing through your realtor, or call me, Choose Chip, at 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Afternoon, several minor accidents out here in the last 10-15 minutes. Steady flow. Traffic continues on 40 east out into Wilson County, out through Mount Julian. It's pretty busy to the north. Just now starting to get heavy northbound on 65, making your way up into Robertson County. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. They've got some new flavors. Check them out online at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services bring you Jeff Jordan on Mondays. This portion of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Offices in the state of Tennessee. Since the early 1900s, 50-some-odd offices across the state. The one I bank at is right here in the middle of town, Murfreesboro. Professional service and a warm smile, always, at First Bank. Jeff, uh, if this all – not if, it's already come to pass. we got a 16-team league in the Big Ten, a 16-team league in the SEC, and – from all manner of thought, th- th- those are only going to go up. And the, the thought process of only playing each other, the Power Five or, that, or, the, or the super teams, as it were, whoever gets put in that division, will play each other in football uh, against one another. If that happens, does that mean they, they're going to be in their own division in basketball and baseball and tiddlywinks as well? Well, we don't it's really just know just the that. Football deal. I think it's right now. It's just a football deal, and and we don't know that. Now we have to remember, and most people do not know this, although you do. the The NCAA, the money, the organization, and a great deal of what they do, a great deal of what they do, is basketball. Yeah. It's not football, and we tend to think differently, but that's the way it is. Now, whether they'll be able to hold on to this March Madness thing, which has been a huge moneymaker, gigantic, right? And tremendous interest in that. All oh, tremendous. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. People that don't, don't know a thing about basketball are filling right. out brackets and paying attention to who, who won. Right. My whole family filled out a bracket. Everybody. And including my five-year-old. Uh, who who actually made the picks himself? Okay, and he was doing great, by the way, for a long time until he got to the University of Chattanooga, and then he picked them. That was an error on his part. I tried to tell him, but he wouldn't listen. But no, actually, I didn't. He picked his own teams. But I'm being silly here. But a lot of people, the offices do that. I mean, a lot of people do all that kind of stuff and pay attention to who's playing and that sort of thing. And there's uh, obviously other tournaments as well. NCAA baseball and softball tournaments now have it turned out to be big deals. Right. Uh, it's there. So uh, we'll just have to see where it all goes. But five years from now, it's going to be it's, – it's, it's hard to predict. You might as well fill out a bracket and, and, and try to guess who's going to win the NCAA second-round games. 
as, as opposed to trying to guess what's going to happen in the next five years with, with all this kind of stuff. And, and, of course, at the end of the day, for you and I in particular, and people listening to our show for the most part, what does it mean for Middle Tennessee? And, and, and yeah. schools like that, you know, is there a chance it could make it better because we're not having to deal with those people? Is it worse because we're not gaining the money? Uh, it, it's hard to know. It's hard to see it being to our advantage. Do you, do you agree with that? I do agree with that. Yes, it is. I'd be pretty optimistic to think that it could be a good thing for us. I don't. I don't think. Way. Yeah, I don't think that that, that you and I are going to see um, uh, Middle Tennessee on a on a cons, um, consistent basis compete nationally with those people. Although our women's basketball team has done quite well. And, uh, and competing on that level. So I, to say it's impossible is not fair. It is possible. Um, well, it's not going to be possible to beat Michigan State if you're not playing in the same tournament Michigan State. I team. agree with that. That's and, correct. You know, or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, and for who was the school this past year that went to the Sweet 16 that wasn't supposed to be there? But, that's, well, that's somebody every year. I don't even remember who it was. <laughs> but I, I, I do know that that – the and there's there's nothing uh, 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 frozen about 68 teams in the tournament either. Right. Um, you could have more, you could have less. Well, well uh, think about you could have two tournaments for three the, tournaments. The, the teams that will be frozen out of that tournament that that are big time basketball schools. Gonzaga was the number one team in the country last year, right? Right. They're nowhere close. They don't even have a football team that I know of. Right. Use them as an example. Butler has had a great run in the last 10, 12 years, right? Right. They're not a football, no football school. They're not going to be in Big Ten. They're not going to be in the SEC for football. None of those kind of things. Uh, so that that's of, of all the fears I've got, that's the one that really would, would bother me the most. Well, I think m- maybe the major point that you just made is that you're going to come back in five years and you and I may still be sitting here. I, I'll probably be fired by the end, but you'll still be here. And we're going to have a – it's going to be considerably different. It just will be. Now, I don't know who will be in the SEC, if everybody will still be there that's there now. Um, I, you know, you and I both remember when they, they added – dropped Georgia Tech and Tulane, for instance. Sure, sure. And, uh, and, and now have picked up South Carolina and Missouri and, and Texas A&M. And now we've got the, um, uh, uh, Texas and, and Oklahoma. Um and Tim, you know, there's so much money, just millions and millions of mm. dollars, is spent on this sort of thing. And um, well, l- let me let me ask you this: going back to the, the football side of things, whatever happens, let's say Clemson, Florida State, uh, North Carolina, and North Carolina State all go to the SEC, make it 20 schools, and Oklahoma State and Washington and Oregon and whatever go to the Big Ten, which completely guts the Pac-12, right. which all but completely guts the ACC. The Big 12's already been all but gutted. What happens to those leagues if if if, if that happened? And Jeff, I got think I got to believe that it's likely that those kind of things are going to happen. Well, and. And I left out Miami, Florida. Uh, you left out Virginia and Virginia Tech. Too. Sure. I mean, yeah. could they go to – okay, let's just go ahead and add Virginia and Virginia Tech as well and Miami and make a 24-team SEC 
in the 2014 Big Ten, what I'm saying, those left behind, the University of Louisville, I know, is people up there just scared to death where it's going to land. They're going to be from the outside looking in if, if it goes to just the super, super, super powers. Does Louisville fit that bill? Maybe they do. Cincinnati just now has reached that pinnacle, right? Right. We're in a Power Five conference. Is the Big 12 a Power Five conference anymore? And will it be in three or four years? I would say I don't no. Know. I would say no. But there are people, well, sitting around trying to figure out, well, who do we need to go after? You know, if you, if you eliminate Notre Dame from the mix, then everybody else is available, right? I sure. Mean, you know, go sure. get them. What are you going to do with Maryland? You know, what do you, I mean, it's just. Let me ask you this way. If you're Clemson, AD, president, are you making a phone call or two or getting my guy to call your guy to say, we need to get the SEC. Let us in, please. That kind of – you got to think Clemson – he's got to be thinking those terms, don't you? Wouldn't you think? In Florida State as well. Sure. I mean, we're not waiting on you to call us. We're going to call you and let you know we're, we're – all you got to do is – We're interested. Let, let us know, and we'll uh, – We'll we'll fly, we'll fly the coop and get in there with the the, the halves and not be left out. Because there's going to be some there are going to be some left outs. There's no doubt about that. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for the Tennessee Techs and the Middle Tennessee and Austin P and Tennessee State Universities and that sort of people. I, I don't I don't know what the future holds for them. It, I don't think it looks very very bright if if this present situation continues the way it's going now maybe you can form a league you know something that works with those schools but they're not going to be on the big boys well we don't know no we don't. Be. we don't know uh but it i for lots of folks and, and frankly jeff for for the entire college football world it's it's kind of scary you know, who's to say that the Big Ten and the SEC become superpowers and they are the two leagues that they, they formulate a 48-team? Who's, who's to say that that's going to be what, at the end of the day, everybody wants? Right. Right. I, I don't know. Because I don't think, as you mentioned before, I don't think Vanderbilt wants any part of playing 12 schools every year that, that they're going to really struggle. I mean, playing eight SEC games is plenty, but playing 12 – I don't think they want a part of that either, but they, they can't afford to give up the money. That's correct. It's it's a real problem for Vanderbilt. I feel very sorry for them. Well, we'll see how it goes. Jeff, appreciate you being here. Surely. And uh, all-star game to, tomorrow night, uh, home run derby tonight. Braves will be back on on Friday, and we'll be back on next Monday with All Sports Talk. Monty will be here tomorrow. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company.